0: Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Talked a lot on this channel about qualified immunity, and that's the notion that the police cannot be sued for, quote-unquote, doing their jobs. And so they can do all kinds of stuff, and if they harm other people, well, those other people can't sue them unless there's extreme circumstances and the facts just line up, and if the courts let them. Because the courts are the ones who invented the concept of qualified immunity, and the courts will often say, well, no, 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 you can't sue them for that. That's qualified immunity. And so there is this vagueness to it as well, where people go, well, what exactly can they and can they not do? And that, of course, is part of the problem. But I've had a lot of people, a lot of people in my audience, think about these things and go, but wait, Steve, what if this happened? What if that happened? And one question I have been asked, and I've always wondered about it, what would happen if a police officer found him or herself in a situation where they needed to sue another police officer and then found out they were blocked by qualified immunity. Wouldn't that be ironic? Wouldn't that be ironic? Well, it turns out that it's finally happened. Dan King wrote this for Kentucky.com. It's an opinion piece, okay? Kentucky Supreme Court case shows qualified immunity can even keep the police from getting justice. And so, yes, what we we're curious about, has finally happened. Defenders of qualified immunity often argue it's needed to protect law enforcement officers. But what about when a police officer is the victim of another government agent's misdeeds? That's exactly the issue at stake in a case that the Kentucky Supreme Court recently agreed to hear. In 2018, a guy who was then Scott County Police Deputy was partially paralyzed after being shot in the back by then-Georgetown police officer during a standoff with a fugitive at a rest stop off I-75. After sustaining the life-changing injuries, the uh, victim sued the police officer, the police department, and others along the city, arguing that officers did not have the adequate training in that matter. In his suit, the victim alleges that the... officer who harmed him, had only completed basic response team training and had been on no serious calls prior to this event. He also had no vehicle assault training. Unfortunately, the victims run into the same legal hurdles that everyday Americans run into when their rights are violated by government officials. The circuit court ruled that the officer defendants in the case were entitled to qualified immunity because as a society... We have decided that law enforcement officers deserve special protection. When the victim appealed the decision to the Kentucky Court of Appeals, it partly upheld the lower court's decision, but now the victim's hoping he can get justice from Kentucky's Supreme Court. So the courts have essentially told him that the officer cannot be held accountable, despite the fact that as a result of the actions of that officer, he is now partially paralyzed qualified immunity shields government officials from civil liability so long as the right they violated is not clearly established while it might sound like a crazy standard what it means in practice is that if a court has not ruled that the exact same facts constitute a right violation then the officer is entitled to immunity this has led to some absurd results for example one court held that police in louisiana were entitled to qualified immunity after arresting a man at gunpoint, for posting a joke on Facebook. In New Mexico, a court ruled that a road-raging, off-duty police officer was entitled to immunity after the officer followed a man home, boxed him into a driveway, and held him at gunpoint with his daughter in the car. So, this current case shows that even police officers and other government officials can become the victims of bad actions from government officials and find themselves with no means for holding those officials accountable. That's what qualified immunity does. It creates a legal labyrinth that is impossible to navigate for any victim, police, ordinary citizens, military veterans, or anybody. So if qualified immunity blocks innocent everyday citizens and innocent police officers from getting justice when their rights are violated, then who does this made-up legal doctrine really protect? And so Dan King, by the way, is the communications project manager at the Institute for Justice. And so he wrote that piece to point out that we've finally reached peak absurdity with uh, qualified immunity. Now, there have been some other examples of things that they did that were absurd. I understand that. But we finally have the case. And, and when you go to law school, uh, there's, you have discussions in class. And a lot of the cases that make it up the Supreme Court are often those unusual cases where just the right facts came together. And once in a while, the right facts don't come along, but people discuss it. They go, what if this happened? What if that happened? And so I've had people underneath my videos ask and say, Steve, what would happen if a police officer were to get injured by another police officer and wanted to sue that officer? Would qualified immunity still kick in? Of course it would. Of course it would, because that's what the law says right now. Does not have an exception for other police officers. And so think about that result right there. And so you have a lawsuit right now filed by one police officer against another police officer. And the courts are telling the first police officer that you can't sue that person because they're a police officer. (laughs) And that's got to be. Peak absurdity. It's got to be. It's got to be. Now, I understand there have been some other crazy ones where the courts have said things like, well, there's no clearly established precedent saying that cops can't steal from crime scenes. Things like that. Uh, but here, here, it's a police officer who was injured by another police officer. But qualified immunity, at least so far, has kept the injured police officer from finishing through his action because of the fact that it's a police officer he's trying to sue Who has qualified immunity? And so we'll see what happens. But the Kentucky Supreme Court has taken that up. And I have mentioned before the Institute for Justice. I talk about them quite a bit on this channel. Uh, They do great work. And I mentioned that you should go visit their website and consider donating to them. But one of the things is they have several different topics that they like to work with. And they're working on this one, like full speed ahead. And so they will chase this thing all the way up to the Kentucky Supreme Court. And if they get a result from there that works, great. If they don't, they got no problem taking this thing up to the U.S. Supreme Court. They'll do whatever they got to do. They'll do whatever they got to do. So, unfortunately, some of these cases take time and get convoluted. And I wouldn't be surprised if it takes a while before we hear about what happens here. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Kentucky Supreme Court comes back and goes, well, it doesn't matter if the guy's a cop. Qualified immunity still applies. Wouldn't be surprising. But it's just an interesting case, if for no other reason that we finally have that one oddball set of facts where you have qualified immunity keeping a police officer from suing a police officer. (laughs) And I'm only laughing because it's absurd on that one level. It's a very, very sad case because the guy is partially paralyzed as a result of what happened to him. And you'd hope he have a remedy. Now, one thing that I would like to point out, and this is something a lot of people miss, and they'll say, Steve, But who says that that police officer in this case was negligent? Who's to say that? Or, Or who's to say that the guy who got injured isn't entitled to anything? Who's to say? A jury should say. And that's what these fights are always about. Because the person files their lawsuit and the defendants come into court and ask the judge, would you please throw this case out summarily, summarily dismiss the case. There is no jury. There is no trial. There is nothing. Just dismiss the case because it's a legal technicality the qualified immunity applies. And then the court dismisses the case. And I'm not saying that this man necessarily guaranteed deserves to win a truckload of money. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I believe he deserves his day in court. That's it. That's it. And so if he goes in front of a jury and tells his story and his attorney gets to put on their case and the defense gets to defend their case, if at the end of the day a jury comes back and gives him nothing, I'll look at that and go, okay, the jury heard the facts, they decided he's entitled to nothing. But at least he got his day in court. And that's the thing I have a problem with, is that so many people out there have got what I believe to be valid claims, valid cases, and they can't get in front of a jury because a judge tosses their case. Now, there are instances where summary judgment, summary dismissal, summary disposition, whatever it's called in your court system, where it should be thrown out. I've heard of people who file these insane lawsuits scribbled with crayon on wrapping paper and file it in a federal court and claim they want a gazillion dollars because the United Nations is spying on their zip code or whatever. And a judge will look at that and go, okay, this obviously doesn't get in front of a jury, and they throw it out. But Anybody who can state a claim on legal pleadings that makes sense, I think, should be allowed to get in front of a jury unless there's something fatally wrong with their case. And right now, the only obstacle in this setting is the fact they say, well, qualified immunity, qualified immunity, qualified immunity. And that's the only thing. That's the only thing that's wrong with this case. Sadly, it's enough to take the case out of the system because they say, well, that's fatal to your case. And I don't think it ought to be. So again, Dan King wrote that. Kentucky.com published it as an op-ed piece. And I agree with it. I think that, that the Kentucky Supreme Court should look at this and go, wow. <laughs> what a fascinating set of facts. Police officer shot by another police officer. Officer wants to sue this officer. Qualified immunity says he can't as of right now. And that ought to change. So there you go. Questions or comments, put them below. i always talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. A single moment of happiness can rub out hours of misery.